Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant and today's motivational aim targets why. For those who are tuning in for the first time, I am coming to the end of a series entitled The Importance of Bible Study. It's a six-part series. This is part five. Within this series, I am addressing the one H and the five W's of Bible study. And the one H is how do you study the Bible? And the five W's is what is the importance of Bible study? When should I study the Bible? Where do I start in the Bible? Who is the Bible about? And the one I'm focusing on right now is why do I need the Bible? Now, this question can be answered in several ways, but I want to provide some biblical truths on why one needs the Bible and why one should aim to make it a habit to study God's word. The first reason is the Bible is God's guide for you. Psalm, the 32nd chapter in the 8th verse states, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. This scripture is a direct promise from God to each and every one of his children. In life, we will hit many turns and forks in the roads and setbacks and setups and pit stops. And we will even experience a lot of uncertainty where we don't know what to turn or what to do. But God is there. But in order for us to know that God is guiding us, we need to stay plugged into him. The way one stays connected to Christ is reading his word and in prayer, listening to what God is saying. When a person begins reading the Bible, they will find a plethora of guiding principles. God guides us and teaches us how to follow him. We understand God's position, his power. We learn how to treat people. We learn the sowing and the reaping principle, how to handle storms, how to go through obstacles. We learn self-examination and using Jesus as the standard for our lives. We learn about the good news of Jesus Christ. The Bible has so many truths inside, and Bible study is the key that unlocks the revelation individuals need to walk in the path God has for them. The second reason on why someone needs the Bible. The Bible is God speaking directly to you. John, the 10th chapter and the 27th through the 28th verse states, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Now, when you're reading the word of God, you are reading what God is saying to you. Now, the only way that you're going to know that God is speaking to you in his word is you have to develop a relationship with him by spending time with him intentionally. And you do that by picking up your Bible, going in your little area, wherever you're going to pray and read his word, whether it be in your car, in your office, in your room in a closet, in the pantry, whatever you have to do. The more you take and make time for God's word, the more you will hear his voice. When you read God's word and you read his text messages to you, you will have better listening skills. 
So when people or somebody or the enemy or a lie comes up or comes at you, you know that God didn't say that. That's not in God's word. That's a lie. And you don't care who it's coming from because you spent time in God's word so much. The more you read the word of God, the more you study the Bible, you learn God's unique tone, his voice, and you also learn God's nature. You discover how God approaches situations when you read his word. You understand how he expects you to approach situations also. When you read God's word, you understand how God responds to things, how he moves. And if somebody tries to imitate God with a malicious motive, or somebody says something God would never say, based off of your intentional time with God, you will hear what that person is saying and identify it as a straight-up lie. You'll hear the vacillation. You'll hear the inconsistencies. You'll hear the doubt in that person's voice, even if they're trying to clothe themselves in confidence. You'll be able to do this because you've spent time in God's Word. You spent time bonding with Him. We can just use human interaction when people are in relationships, whether it's a romantic relationship, a business partnership, family, relative, whatever it is. If you spend time with people long enough, you learn their nature. You learn them. If you spend time with them, quality time, where you are conversing with that person on a daily or consistent basis, you learn about each other. And when you're doing that, you're intentional on that, right? You learn the person's voice. And even if they try to distort their voice because they're playing a trick on you or something, you spend so much time with them that you know who that is. You can detect it. Because they're giving something off and they don't even realize they're telling on themselves. Because you know them. If you spend quality time with somebody and you're trying to develop a relationship with them, you know how they walk. They can be so far away from you and you look and you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. You know how they respond to situations. You know what they'll do to a certain extent. You know what they like. You know that. You know how they write. You know how they formulate sentences. You know their handwriting. You know it all because you've spent time with them. And that's how it is with us and God. God already knows us. We're the ones trying to figure him out. We're trying to learn more about him. And the more time we spend with Jesus, the more time we know him. The more time we spend with God, the more we know about him. We know if someone says anything that goes against God's nature, we can cast that down because that's not from God. Because we know his voice. Because we are in constant pursuit to follow him. When one reads God's word, they can identify what Matthew, the seventh chapter and the 15th verse is referring to. Beware of false prophets. Who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. And when you know God's voice, you can execute 1 John, the fourth chapter, in the first verse, which states, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. 
for many false prophets have gone out into the world. Another reason why one needs the Bible. The Bible provides ethics to one's life. When a person takes the initiative to read the Bible, so many revelatory truths come to the forefront of one's receiving mind. When a person is serious about reading God's word, they will notice the lifestyle that they should be living. They'll notice the paths that they should take. They will recognize certain conversations that they need to dismiss themselves from. If a person is serious about reading the word of God, they'll understand certain people are not for them. They'll know who is against them. They'll know who is directing them. They'll know who they need to connect themselves with and stay in communication with. They'll just know what they need to do because God is guiding them. God is guiding their life. God is guiding them to remain in right standing with him. When we don't know what to do, we can build our faith in God by reading his word. In Romans, the 10th chapter in the 17th verse states, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. The aim is to be a doer of the word. Do what God says, not just a reader. We want to read it, but we also want to do it, implement what God says into our lives, incorporate everything that God is telling us. We do it in real time. Point number four on why we need the Bible, why we need the word of God. God's word serves as a soul satisfier. For us, when we go through life apart from God, or even if we know who God is, but we aren't spending the valuable time with God that we know we should, there's a sense of emptiness within us. And a person can try to fill the emptiness or the void with food, unhealthy eating habits. Um, a person can try to fill their void with illicit relationships and lifestyles and hobbies. A person can try to fill that void with hobbies that are not bad, busy work, distractions, positive or negative. And if a person is doing all of this stuff, and they can fill it with work too, a lot of work, just working, 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 trying to make all this money. And there's nothing wrong with money, but it's an issue when money becomes one's God. A person starts serving money. That's an issue. And it's... An issue when people try to feel the emptiness within them. They're trying to feel that void that they have. They try to fill it with people, events, occasions, a whole bunch of trips, all kinds of relationships. They're trying to form relationships that never last because they're trying to fill a void. They're trying to hold on to pieces of people because they want to fill a void. They have to be around a lot of people. To fill the void. A person can try to fill a void with controlling behavior too. A person can try to fill a void with control, manipulation, pity parties, codependency, money, shopping, overspending, overeating, overtalking, overthinking, overdoing. And after a person does all of these things, trying to fill a void, they've just run themselves ragged trying to do everything, but go to the one who is the void filler and the soul satisfier, and that's God. 
and that's Jesus. See, that is what the soul is craving, a relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And just think about it. Have you ever tried to get involved in doing anything to avoid doing what you're supposed to do? And when you go do what you're not supposed to do, you still feel empty? You still feel incomplete? You still feel like you're about to catch a whooping or something? Something's just off? You feel like you're about to get in trouble for something and you groan? Trying to figure out what? It feel like something coming, like I'm about to get in trouble. It's a void that needs to be filled by the ultimate divine soul satisfier. When we take heed and read God's word, it serves as the ultimate and only thing that will satisfy one's soul. There is no one who can replace God and no thing that can replace Jesus. And although we might try to replace him with distractions, God knows we need him. And if we feel a void, feel, F-E-E-L, never forget that God can feel, F-I-L-L, that void. Start praying and reading his word, and in due time, God knows how to do a miraculous work in you where you experience him and you are complete. You are free. You are filled and you are whole. And the fifth reason or the fifth response to why one needs the Bible, why one needs God's word, is the Bible is God's proof. It's proof of God's love for you. It's just evident. It's a love letter. I mean, it's a lot of correction in that love letter. A lot of self-examination, accountability, and responsibility. But it is a love letter. God letting you know, I love you. This is what I'm going to do for you. This is what I've been thinking about with you. I've already set some things in motion for you to succeed. It's a love letter. It's God letting you know, hey, I've thought about you so much that I set this in motion for you to guide you. When you need me, come here. Come to me in prayer. I'm giving you the tips of life right here in this book. The playbook is right here. God is supreme. God is divine. God is holy. And God loves each and every one of us. We need the Bible. We need God's word to learn the very nature and nurturing aspect of God the Father. There will be many people who tell you that they love Jesus. They love God. And that they know God. But the determining factor of if a person loves God, loves Jesus, and knows him, is if they read the word and do what God says. You want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and God for yourself. And you want to be able to read about who he is on your own. And when you read God's word, you want to be able to see what God is saying about you. So if somebody's telling you something that does not match up, you can reject that. And if somebody's telling you what God said about you in his word, you can accept that. But the way that you're able to accept and reject what people are saying is if you know the truth. And you can't know the truth unless you put in work and read the truth and develop a relationship with the truth. And pray to the truth. 
Now, you might be able to come up with some more reasons why you need the Bible, but these are just a few. And the scripture I would like to leave you with really review because I went over it in another part in this series. And this is 2 Timothy, the third chapter in the 16th through the 17th verse. I want to go over it again. The scripture reads, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. As you begin or refresh your Bible study routine, remember the Bible is God's word. God's very words are useful in teaching us, correcting us, rebuking us, and training us for righteous living. Reading the Bible is the foundation to becoming a determined follower of Jesus Christ because our aim is to be a doer of what God commands. Remain encouraged, pray to God for guidance, insight, wisdom, and revelation, and watch the person you will transform into. This will be a person who respects God, reverences God's name, and receives every promise he's bestowed upon you. Don't wait. Start reading God's word today and remain encouraged. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com for more encouraging resources and apparel. You can connect with me on Instagram at aim towards the target and on the Uversion Bible app. On the Bible app, you have the option to complete a variety of Bible-based devotionals aimed to encourage you throughout your day. Thanks for supporting, subscribing, and sharing this podcast. It is my aim to share targeted points of encouragement with you as you develop and study in God's word. Thanks for including me into your day. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace and God bless.